Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, David, it's going fantastic. It's going wonderful. You know, I, I was a little miffed. I lost a Twitter follower this morning. Uh, he <laughs> unfollowed me. I lost one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been bugging me, though. I don't know why I let things like that bug me. I, I, I put out this tweet. Let me tell, read you the tweet. I said uh, something like, in two weeks, scaremongers are going to have to explain how an old, overweight, KFC-devouring man with the most stressful job in the world brushed off his case of COVID like a common cold. Right. Now, why do you think he unfollowed me, David? Was it because I was, I was making fun of COVID or because he didn't like how I characterized Trump? Yeah, I, if I had to guess, it would be more so the second. Like, you insulted the president. I insulted the president? Oh, maybe. President. Okay. Because I'd assume most of your followers by this point would be used to you being dismissive of COVID, right? I would hope so, but... Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the president... We yeah, I don't even I don't even hate Trump that much. I mean, I, you know, okay, he yeah, I, I, I think, think he should probably be executed for war crimes. But other than that, I think I'm you, highly entertained by him. Yeah, you are a fair. That's a fairly accurate assessment of uh, Trump's like physical state, as as far as I understand it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not he do, he doesn't make any pull any. You know, he doesn't hide the fact that he eats KFC. He uses it. It's one of the reasons I love him. Yeah. Um, but anyways, okay. Sorry I lost you, Twitter follower, crazy Canuck, whatever your handle was. We just need two people listening to this to follow you. So you're not yes, please. Back up. At Moen underscore Tim, make me feel better audience. I have some funny things on there. Okay. My humor maybe isn't for everyone, but uh, you know. All right. So today we wanted to talk about the presidential debate i don't know how long we'll be able to talk about this i did watch the full thing um and i assume you did as well yeah i'll just start by saying like it was kind of just ridiculous and absurd broadly speaking but if i had yeah. to pick a winner it was definitely trump from my oh. point of view like i saw an article from the babylon b which i think captured it well it was like biden said uh you'll have to elect me to see what my policies are Right. And and the few times that Trump actually did talk about his stuff um, or that it came up, I did think like he made better sense. Right. Like we shouldn't yeah. lock down the economy again. Uh, he's going after critical race theory, which came up. Um, mm -hmm. And like those are the only two things that really stick out in my mind from the full hour and a half or two hours or whatever. Um, right. I'm interested in hearing your your thoughts. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it seems like the media's take on this were twofold, right? Like, um, <laughs> whoever won the debate, America lost. And um, Trump's a white supremacist because he refused to denounce white supremacy. Right. Th those were the two basic headlines that you saw the next day. And, yeah, I mean, I... I was highly entertained. I thought it was the best debate uh, I've ever watched, right? And, you know, first of all, to call these things debates is disingenuous. Like a debate is you yeah. have rules set up, 
one speaker goes for 15 minute opening dial, you know, opening monologue. The other one goes that, you know, they, they're strict about moderation. There's a rebuttal. There's, you know, whatever there's Oxford rules. There's, you know, you make a list of points epistemologically and the other person refutes them. This is just entertainment. And, and the, right. but, but the fact of the matter is they've always ever only been that, right. It's not like they've degraded to the, to this point now. This, there's been this veneer of respectability about debates because it, because of the tone politicians typically use. Right. But to me, what I loved about this debate is Trump ripped that mask right off and just laid it open and bare. It's a clown show. And are you not entertained, America? And yes, I was entertained. And, you know. <laughs> well, so I actually would posit that this was on the, yes, it's, it could barely be called a debate. I'd agree with that. Um, though I'd say that it was, again, it's the same thing that people love Trump for and hate Trump for is that he's more quote authentic, right? So most debates is a bunch of politicians standing there spouting talking points and they're just like an ideology incarnate, but Trump is just himself on stage. And, you know, you can claim that that's a persona and that's not his real self. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it was like an actual just kind of aggressive conversation of two people who really fucking think one another are wrong about stuff. And so if anything, it stripped away this fake tone that you see in politics of no one saying anything, yet that being an hour of content or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in terms of who won the debate, I think it's hands down Trump won it. And I mean, if you go to any left wing media sites they all know it and they're kind of freaking out about it and um you you know they're they're you know media is doing its best to avoid some of the good points trump was making right and Mm -hmm. uh you know they're, they're focusing in on this thing about him not disavowing white supremacy or something like that like that was some some big yeah, revelation, but, but, but he, he was, Biden he, doesn't disavow the, the socialist revolutionaries and Antifa's. Not right, right, right. Exactly. But right. To me, it's yeah. the same, right? Well, and, and CNN, how did they portray it afterwards? They did fact checking on both of them and they, they found that, uh, uh, what was it? That Biden's Biden, all, everything Biden said was partially true and everything Trump said was partially false or something like that. It's like saying the exact same thing in two different ways to yeah. just like, unma- like totally reveal your bias kind of thing. The one uh, thing it, I think it's important to note though, is a lot of people were saying like Biden is senile and won't yeah. be able to even like have a discussion. Um, there was only one moment in the whole debate where I thought he like actually seemed shaky almost like he was, struggling to catch his words and stuff but otherwise i thought he was fine and like normal um though people did say he lost because of the multiple times he like lost his temper he called him a clown he said will you just shut up already yeah, Trump was getting under his skin for sure. Yeah. I mean, Trump steamrolled him, right? I mean, he continually interrupted. He he owned that debate, like just in terms of tone, was like you know Biden was continually playing defense or whatever. Trump, yeah. yeah, and and he just seemed low energy and stuff. So I think Trump came off looking more like a leader than Biden did in that debate. I don't think minds were changed at all. I've, you know, the betting lines for Trump 
versus Biden didn't change at all uh, afterwards. Like the people that that bet on place monetary bets on like the odds remained identical. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure that it, it made that much of a difference. Uh, the Libertarian Party, I guess their uh, webpage crashed or Joe Jorgensen's webpage crashed because I think people were Googling her so hard after, <laughs> after the debate, which is probably a good thing. So that's another reason to like this debate. Um, but yeah, Trump, Trump steamrolled him and, uh, you know, he ripped the mask off. It, it, it's always been a clown show. Now you're just able to see the clown makeup underneath the, the veneer of respectability. And the, the veneer of respectability is coming off of politics as we know it. I mean, that's kind of been the theme over the past few years. Trump yeah. is good at revealing the left for what they are and the right for what they are and himself for what he is. I mean, he's just nakedly unapologetically a clown and he's ripping the mask off everyone else saying, yeah, you guys are clowns too. And uh, you're worse than me because you're pretending not to be a clown. Right. You know, basically that's kind of how I interpret it. But yeah. So let's talk about some of the, the points that were made. Um, Biden didn't have a plan for, he, he wouldn't commit to saying what he was going to do. Is he going to lock down America? Is he going to open it up? He refused to, to, say what his plan is, right? Just that Trump's killed 270,000 people or whatever. But I mean, if I were Trump, I would say, well, you guys were predicting that 2 million people would die. So don't I get credit for saving like over a million people? I mean, well, um, Trump had some brutal, (laughs) brutal comebacks. At one point, Joe Joe said something about um, his plan isn't smart. Trump's like, excuse me, don't ever use the word smart around me. You have, you graduated at the back of your law class, not like at the front. Like you said, you didn't have four degrees. You, you barely got one. Like, yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, and then the, the other, the other, the other one I, I, I laughed at was, uh, Biden tried to bring up that Trump said something about calling the military losers and, and said that's insulting to my son who serves honorably and and trump's like which son is that hunter i only know no hunter and Biden's like bull he's like yeah because hunter got dishonorably discharged for snorting coke isn't that right and and isn't he getting like millions of dollars from ukraine while you were vice president like he just masterfully (laughs) used that to hit back at him um so those were the those were a couple of points that really stood out for me was there anything uh no nothing like i mean nothing else really stood out for me i was just because they didn't really get into anything well or properly as far as i understand it was kind of just like entertainment so it's hard for me to even pinpoint anything important i suppose people will say this is just the fall of democracy as such you say it's ripping off of the clown costumes and i suppose those go hand in hand I had one specific point around around something Biden said or did, but it's been it's slipping my mind or it slipped my mind. Um, but generally, I think Trump came across as less awful than I remember him coming across yeah. in the past. And so I don't know if I've just become desensitized if I'm now you know a Trump supporter, so I just see it yeah. through rose-colored glasses. But watching it generally. The tone was the tone, and Biden played into it enough that he can't have the high ground there. Right, right. And in terms of the actual content of what did come across through the noise, it was a, not even a question in my mind that Trump far outperformed Biden. And like, if I'm just 
let's call it a mindless or semi-mindless consumer of that, 100% I'm on Trump as having won. Right. Yeah. You know, I will say this, you're right. Trump, uh, actually made a lot more sense than I would have thought he would have made. Like I, I just, you know, maybe I bought into some of the mainstream media's characterizations of him being just kind of a, a dumb brute who well, bullies his way, thing, but he actually man. made a few cogent points. Like he was going through and explaining uh, there, there was something about uh, car emissions and CO2 and like, he actually had a cogent point to make there that rebutted what Joe was saying. And I can't even, but he had obviously done the math and figured out. So, and Biden, actually, I give him credit too. Like he, he was sounded far less senile than the right likes to portray him as like yeah. he, he was making uh, cogent points. He was avoiding falling into traps uh, to, to a large extent. He didn't have any, any huge gaffes. And so, you know, I guess what I'm saying, David, is I like them both and I can't decide which one. I suppose. Well, it's just such good candidates. Uh, I'd say the thing is, though, you know, I guess most of the media I consume is still, like, I suppose, left-wing media. And so the, the standard I have for Trump is so low, right? It's the right. same thing. They said the world would end if he got elected, and then the world didn't end. So he should have, by their standards, been a... He did great. And it's the same. Like, the, the image I have of Trump in my head is such a bumbling idiot that he present he came across as pretty average at least and so it's like oh wow he did well in in the ecosystem that exists the one thing i would say though i hate like three or four times biden did the it, i'm talking to you it's not about him it's about you and whenever he right, did right. turned the camera i was like i hate you yeah <laughs> I just yeah yeah stand that. <laughs> yeah he's, he's a condescending you know leftist right but uh yeah, it, it was. Now, w one thing that's interesting to me is how would I, like, I like to imagine myself in those situations and how would I respond uh, and how would I perform? And I don't know. I think I do. I, I, I like, I don't, I'm not that kind of performance artist, you know, I, I, I like to get on stage that. and make, yeah, I, I think what I, I think if I were Trump, one of the, one of the mistakes he may have made is that he was a little bit too overbearing. Like he should have let Trump, let Biden speak more and kind of ha hang himself uh, with his own rope. Um, should have held his feet to the fire a little bit more on Antifa and, and supporting that. And uh, what, and, and you know, the cost he, of his, he should have really green deal. deal. Yeah. Biden said, I am the democratic party. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like that is something I would have very much challenged. Like really. Uh, right. And you like once he said he supported the Green New Deal, but that was just like a slip up, and he clarified like within thirty seconds. Um, but yeah, that is the thing that I would I would have challenged the because that's I. But I don't know. I, I I would think Trump has a better finger on the pulse of America than I do. But like my understanding is people are scared of Antifa. They're scared of, you know, how socialist the Democrats are becoming and stuff. And that didn't seem to be as much of a focus, but. Yeah. The idea, you know, Antifa is an idea. Yeah. The idea is communism and like, let's burn down America. Yeah. Um, you know, and <laughs> it's a bad idea. Um, yeah, so, but 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 I, I guess what I was getting at is like, how would a libertarian have done on that stage if Joe Jorgensen or myself were up there? Would that be a good thing? And I'm not sure that it would be. I'm not sure that um, 
I'm not sure how you compete in that environment, right? Like Trump is, he's like the, he's kind of like a popular bully in high school or something like that. Right. And mm-hmm. he get he gets his popularity by kind of being a strong man and pushing people around and there, you know, he's pushing around the people that have been bullies for a long time. That's why people love them. Uh, but how do you, how do you compete with that? Like if you try to be a bully like him, it comes off as inauthentic. It comes off as if well, you, you just try to make reasonable po- points, you just come off as a poindexter who's, you know, a giant nerd. And how could this guy ever lead the country? Right? Like it, it's a total aesthetic, um, uh, I guess environment. It, it has nothing to do with point counterpoint it has to do with aesthetics and tone and i'm not sure and trump's just a master at that well and that's why you know you have to change a culture to change its politics you have to change its philosophy to change its politics because trump is just the next stage in what has been the trend for a long time right and he is just the bully who's the best at bullying right whereas that's been the tone for many years so i was going to say like if i was on that stage i would have just let trump talk like i wouldn't have even I, in my real life, I don't respond to people like that. I don't talk to people who are talking to me like that. I would have just been like, this guy is an idiot. Like when I have my two minutes, I'll say my point. I wouldn't have even responded to Trump at all, right? That's the right. only way I could do it. And you're right, that won't come across well. That doesn't matter because that's not what people are tuning in for. They're tuning in for a battle for entertainment for a quote debate. And so I really do think like... The, he's just winning the game, right? This has been the game of politics for a long time, but everyone felt they had to do it apologetically or half sincerely or whatever. And Trump's like, nah, screw that. I'm going full on into it. And so he's winning because he's playing their game more uh, consistently than they play it. And you you can't win by playing a different game. That's not what people are tuning in to see. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I mean, your point is taking that, look, you know, the the goal here is, changing culture could you use that debate stage to change culture in some ways i don't um, think so i'm not sure not sure i Which think is calling- what trump did i actually was thinking before the debate i was reflecting on um if i wanted to run a country how would i do it and i very much actually see the value in trump's path because to try and actually become a politician through a mainstream party and change and and get my own identity and my own brand and stuff it's almost impossible in canada at least and i i would assume it's the same in the u.s and so he just like this is what i decided two or three years ago if i want to change the world i need to just become filthy rich and then i can advocate my ideas and that's what he did right so he just kind of built his own thing and and grew a following around his brand who he was Trump, the no-nonsense businessman, and then he just inserted that in after he had established it himself. If he tried to establish himself through politics that way, it would never have happened. And so I think, again, he's actually a good example of how you don't change through politics, and he controlled the stage because he had his big enough of his own following to insert onto that stage and create the culture war. Yeah. And I mean, you know, people, people like to disparage Trump a lot as an idiot or whatever, but here's a guy who, who never engaged in politics once in his life, didn't run for mayor, didn't run for governor, didn't run for anything. He went straight to the president 
presidential race, won the first time he entered against career politicians, against establishment. I mean, that is a, that's a feat. I mean, you have to tip your hats to hat off to him. And, you know, I, 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 I realize I'm coming off sounding kind of like a Trump fanboy here and I'm certainly not like, you know, I, I would never want the guy around my daughters. I would never want my kids to grow up to be like him. I, I don't think he has many like he has any characters that I, I would consider that admirable. Maybe he has a few, but, um, but yet still I cannot help but be entertained and love how he uh, strikes out at, um, at horrible people who wear this veneer, who are, who are wearing sheep's clothes, but you know, they're wolves underneath they're clowns underneath. And he's just better at, at, he's he's that but he's that unapologetically and nakedly in your face and he's exposing the system for what it is and as a libertarian i kind of like that yeah i had i had one last point about trump generally i'm trying to recapture it because it was good it was um it definitely would make me seem like a trump fanboy as well but i'm not but i think what is it um no i lost it oh well all right thanks tim (laughs) Uh, thanks david hey liberty expert nation if you like this conversation if you have any uh suggestions go to liberty the sign up be a subscriber uh help us keep this podcast going and you can have your say and when we have our monthly amas you can come right on uh be a guest on our ama and and talk with us live uh via zoom and be actually part of the show uh so check us out there and thanks for your support